So hello, everyone. This is Otessa, and you are listening to Conversations with Hysterical Women. That's Women with an X, the Hysterical Women podcast, where you are all welcome here, friends, allies, everywhere across the rainbow, across the binary. I'm just really glad to have you be here. And this is meant to be a safe space to explore all of the weird things that life throws at us and all of the different ways in which we can be twisted and torn asunder, but also all the different ways that we can come back together. So thank you for listening, and I'm glad that you're here and going to be cheesy, but comment, like, subscribe. And I've asked you this question before, but I find that sometimes my answer to this question changes. So mm-hmm. you can also just go, oh, you know what? Let's go. We can, you can also pass. On a yeah, no, I won't. So, I, won't <laughs> I actually won't, though. Let's but let, let's go, like, speed question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do people not ask you that you wish that they did? Oh, God, how do I, how do I uh, maintain a 24-hour day? I'm going to come back to that. Yeah, yeah. please. Um, yeah. So... There's a lot of talk about hashtag self-care. Yeah. Right? Versus actual self-care. Yeah. And I'm wondering, is that also a conversation that is existing in male spaces that I'm not aware of? Totally and completely. Because men are learning that we're not invincible. The second that men stop becoming invincible, well, now we have to care for ourselves. And so then we have conversations about self-care. What does that look like? Um, Not the conver- I mean the conversation, but also like how do you how do you actually take care of yourself? Do you really want to know? Yeah. <laughs> Please. Hey bro. You go to the gym? Yeah. Well, what do you do while you're there? Literal conversation. Ninety percent of men. Men who go to the gym or do yoga. It's becoming the self care thing. Because it's like, the, it's the easiest way for men, and especially like cisgender straight men who are like in a certain like bracket of society, it's the easiest way to approach having any sort of feminine instinct or feminine driven instinct and retain some level of hyper masculinity in the midst of that. Yeah. Do they go with other men? Do they have gym buddies? Of course. Okay. It's the easiest way to do it. It's the easiest way to do the gym because at the gym you can have all the conversations. I like that. So you have your, hey, hey man, you want to go to the gym? It's really a secret code word for, you know, I'm having a really rough time these days and I would like to have some self-care. And would you like to care, would you care to engage in self-care with me? I wonder is that why it seems like yeah. working out is so, so large, so such a big culture in like jails because it seems like guys go on and they come out all bulky. Like, yeah. Like their way of like, you know, of self-care course. and just de-stressing. Yeah, yeah. it's a totally a thing. Um, so... If you feel comfortable, ask me a question that will make me uncomfortable. God, um, what motivates you to push culture ahead every two years? Because you do, almost, almost specifically. I really appreciate you saying that. Like, I know I, the, the words are fit, like the deep, deep appreciation for those words. The words are failing me. But my answer, my speed answer is going to be because I don't think it's pushing the culture ahead. I think every time that I've won an award for doing something, I've looked at it and I've like thought to myself, I am getting an award for something that should have already been. It should be the standard. Mm-hmm. And it makes me sad that I'm like, you gave me an award because I did something 
on the internet that reached out to some people and I had no money, but you were like, oh my gosh, you, you have people across the spectrum and there's, it's intersectional and oh my gosh, good on you. Here's a Webby, here's a telly. And I'm like, you think I deserve an award for that? That should just be. That's why we get along, by the way. You know, I'm like, why are you rewarding me for something that should be the standard? Like, you don't owe me your soul or a piece of bronze or a plaque. Like, that should be the standard. So, Rejoinder, this is a question I'll ask myself in regards to that. How many awards have I ever won that are actual, like, physical awards? One. What was it? I got a, uh, from DC Mumbo Sauce, which is a blog that covered DC hip hop. I got this like, you know, like, like, like DC natives award and it's a big giant glass thing that I will carry with me till the day I die because it's a big giant glass thing that just basically says that I'm from Washington, DC and I like DC culture and I'm, and it's like, it's, it's, and, and of all of the awardable you know this. All of the awardable things I've ever done. You, you probably things you've done. You're like you too. Where it's like, I should get an award for this because God, it. You don't get an award. Yeah. And then you get this award that's like, I got a bed. <laughs> Here's a giant piece of glass. And I'm like, I must be really good at getting out of bed. <laughs> like I'm like the best at it. Awesome. Uh, what are some of your triggers? Um, another word that I shouldn't use. No, what are some fine, things no. that like get under your skin and you're just um, like, get you. Homophobia gets under my skin these days because it's just like the it, okay. So uh, in general, um, anachronistic behavior mm. gets under my skin, and I'll and I'll and I'll I'll stretch that a second for you, like a little step ahead. I'm generally three to five years ahead of culture, mm-hmm. and I accept this. So if you're, like, not moving at the same place that I'm at, I'm, like, beyond triggered. So this means that I spend, like, a good 90% of my day triggered. A secret about me. I'm always, like, people that really, really know me. Like, anybody who, like, literally has to, like, spend time with me within, like, 10 feet of my, like, person for, like, more than an hour. Mm-hmm. No. I spend so much of my time just, like, But then you take the moment. Yeah. I take and you're the, like, okay, the lazy dog. Yeah, exactly. And the brown thought. Right. And I'm like, okay. But yeah, just anachronistic behavior. Like, the world moves too fast to act so slow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Yeah. I feel like you're one of those people who's like getting 72 hours out of a 24-hour day. Mm-hmm. And are you yes. burnt out? Like, how do you do it? Like, please. Please. How do I do it? Okay. Is I, there like a secret sauce? It, there's there's like this, this the most easy secret sauce of all the secret sauces. Um, Be Marcus Dowling? No. No. <laughs> no. Because, no. Okay. So because I'm Marcus Dowling, I'm able to, I'm able to, I'm able to handpick and select people to surround myself with. Which is a good idea. I can literally hand, like I'm at a point now, I've done this for 11 years and people think I'm really good at it. So I can handpick and select people to be around me. I don't have to like stop and go. Hmm, let me throw open the grand gate of the world and figure out just anybody who's doing everything. Right. Like, people who generally would be like, Marcus, this amazing person is right here. Do that. Like, Philippa Hughes introduced me to you. 
And it's like, it? yes. Oh my gosh. And you did, when you did Orange Juice and Bishop's Garden, I did a feature on you. That's right. That's right. And Philippa is one of those people that's oh my like, gosh. brilliant. And it's like, hey, meet this other brilliant human being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is now expanded to like the whole world. Yeah. Where like, cool. I can yeah. hand select people. Like, I have a friend of mine who is my favorite graphic designer in the world. He lives in Vilnius, Lithuania. Mm-hmm. He's a producer of music, but he lives in Lithuania. And I can reach out to him and say, Vitas, I need you to do this. Mm-hmm. It'll, if he can't do it, it'll be like, I know this other person in Argentina. Yep. Reach out to them. That's the joy of it. Nice. It cuts down when you deal with people that operate with a level of excellence mm-hmm. that's already presupposed. So like, I like people that are like, maybe I'm good at this. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. Maybe I just do a thing. No, when you deal with people that are like, yes, listen, okay, I'm really good at this. Just what do I need to do? Yeah. It cuts like 90% of the chatter out and I get it done. Bam. Like, and it's even not even that. It's like, even if you notice somebody, because you go through a lot of people in a day, we all go through a lot of people in a day. And you're like, this person's really good at this very precision thing. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm rebranding. I'm in the midst of a big giant rebrand right now. And the person who does my logo is a 21-year-old guy named Ben Falvo, Mm -hmm. who is my intern at Capital Wrestling. But in watching him make professional wrestling graphics, I go, you know, he could probably be really good at making a logo. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if he makes my logo and I do anything of any sort of success, then that reflects positively on him. Ben, make my logo for me. Eh? Yeah. Yes, Ben, make my logo. Why? Ben, if this works the way I think it'll work, in like five years, this will be a great thing that you did. Cool. Done. So like, and then on top of that, I work while people are sleeping and I sleep while people are working. Mm-hmm. Work while people are sleeping. So like, and, that, and that's on multiple levels. So like, physically I wake up at 4.45 or 5 o'clock in the morning. Most people in the world are asleep on the East Coast. But people are awake everywhere else. Mm-hmm. You know, so like, I'm if, I, if I'm working on a project that I'm an international editor, I'm wide awake when, I, when they need me. So if I'm working on a project for, like, Mixmag in the UK, like, Nick DiCosesmo knows he can reach me, reach out, and I will pick up the phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like, you can have international, you have to, uh, yeah. Yeah, you know, so I, and I learned that by working internationally. Like, that's a thing you pick up, like, along the way. Like, weird little things happen. Also, um, sleep while people are, work while people are sleeping means when the world is asleep, to an idea. That's when I know I need to work like five times as hard mm-hmm. on it. So that when they're awake and they're ready to engage with it, I can go to sleep. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. the work's already been done. Yeah. All right, cool. So like Adobo, this party that I created with my buddy. Uh, oh, I saw that on Instagram. Yeah, with my yeah. buddy Daniel and That's my buddy cool. Walter. We worked super hard for one year to get like Afro-Latino like culture, like African and African American culture and Latin and Latin American culture to like commingle. We worked super hard on this party. It finally is like pop. We had a video go viral on Twitter for, yes. that three million people saw. That's awesome. So, and it's funny because when it happened, you could go to bed. We were all just sitting there, like at, at Los Cuatres around the corner, just like laughing mm-hmm. in the midst of like viral success that will make any other party promoter or any other person who's trying to do a cultural thing 
freak out like, oh my God, what are we going to do? We're like, you want a margarita? Because you created the perpetual motion machine. Yeah. So it's like, cool. <laughs> great. So nice. awesome. So like, that's the thing. Like you work with people who are sleeping and sleep with people who are working. So like, that's the key because then that extends your time. Yeah. So like, smart. yeah. So, so also the last thing about that, and I, I hate this is not like a speed thing, but I'm trying to make it as speedy as possible is that time is not real. Mm-hmm. Time is a construct. It is a construct. Time is not real. Because what it takes me six minutes to do, it could take you six hours to do. Mm-hmm. So time is just a construct. Mm-hmm. Like 12 to 8, 8 to 4, 9 to 5. For each person, that's so it's true. Completely different. So, so true. So my 24 hours mm-hmm. are like a week for some people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like what? In the like world? it'll be like yeah, was because the, you're playing to your strengths and everyone else's strengths, and you yeah. curated all of these really carefully. Right, like very, like way too carefully. Like I'll, like I'm very intentional about the people I work with and the things that you I do. You have to be yeah. like very intentional. Like so, I always tell people if you see me doing something, it's not by accident. Like it's not like oh, I just thought this would be a cool thing to do. No, it's like with, with Adobo, it's like well. Why did you do this? I'm like, well, there's like five things that happened that all made sense. Mm-hmm. And why are you doing with that person? Well, I can tell you exactly why. Like, this, like you know, Walter knows everybody because he went to high school and partied with everybody in the D.C. metropolitan area for like six years. Mm-hmm. And then he went to Towson for undergrad. So he has a connection of people that like to party and enjoy, like, you know, doing frivolous, goofy things from 3 to 9 p.m. in the middle of the afternoon once a month from here to Baltimore. It's like one person that has that. Mm-hmm. I'll work with that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, yeah, that's the thing. Like, you know, you time, time's a, time's a, time's a construct. Mm-hmm. It's not real. Nothing else is real. Favorite smell, favorite childhood memory. Oh God. Um, favorite smell and favorite childhood memory. I, I, the, favorite I smell, the favorite smell from a childhood memory. If, if they're tied together. Then oh, I can, I can. Or if they're separate? Oh no, I'll, I'll, I'll break it down. Like I just, it's funny. I was just talking about this because I'm, I'm selling my mom's house. So my grandmother also lived in that house, and mm-hmm. that house has been in my family for seventy years. Oh wow! Um, both my mother and my grandmother fried steaks. The smell of fried steak, and it's like thin. It's not like you know you're finding like a porterhouse or something, but like thin cube steak. The smell of thin cube steak fried with fried, you know, with, with sauteed onions mm. and pure table salt. Mm, sounds so good. None of, none of this. All. Yeah, none, salt. no, just table salt. Mm-hmm. This is this this could kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, medical medical science will tell you <laughs> that this meal would kill you on impact <laughs> in your stomach. But it's delicious, Ooh. and it smells like it smells like heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'll stand in the kitchen. Like, it's not even sad now, it's just funny. 